I just want to thank you so much for having me at your absolutely beautiful and stunning studio. Is that what I would call it? Yes. Yeah. It is such a calming space. As soon as I actually drove up, I already felt a calmness. And you know I'm very intuitive and very spiritual. Yes. And even just the way you and I met. Right away. It was a connection. Love it. Yeah. For those listening who don't know who you are, I still call you the rock star crystal queen. You know that. (laughs) And you are so incredible. You are so many things beautiful. And I already see we got we have Kleenex here. (laughs) We do. Because we're gonna put this at the center because I know you have a story. I felt your story. And I felt it the second I walked into Lucy's uh, beautiful new studio yes. and wellness center. And I was, I said, oh my God, who made those wings? She says, oh, you know, they were gifted to me through what, I'll find out and da, da, da. And this was very, very new. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we had somewhere to go. And immediately before I left, she gave me your contact information. Yeah. I looked you up on Instagram and I'm like, be still my beating heart. <laughs> yes. This woman is a freaking rock star. Oh, thank you. So thank you, you are for seeing me because, oh. you know, like it's one thing, um, you know, in order to see the beauty in someone else, you have to first know your own beauty. Um, oh, that is powerful, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So some sometimes people say to me, you're so beautiful. And I say, but it's your beauty. Because in order to see my beauty, you're recognizing what beauty really is. Wow. I feel like that should be almost a Disney movie. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> that would be amazing. And when did you find your beauty? Um, because it feels to me like it's... Not new. I think you know now hindsight is great. I know you know it's always been there. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like you didn't know it. I, feel I like... didn't. Um, all my life, you know, whether it be my parents or my my godparents or, um, you know, my sponsor, whom I love, like my own mom, um, they would always tell me, you're so special. You're so special. And all my life, they knew me. And it was like this, you know, this shining star within me. And I didn't understand it. And I was like, well, what are they seeing? What are they seeing? And I think through all of the trials that I've been through in in all my life, whether it be my health or, you know, with with business, I've had some ups and downs. um, Being an entrepreneur. The entrepreneur life. That's part of it. So, So then, and but what about when you say this? What is this? Like, well, this where is you are today. where I am today. You know, um, I had to be in the valley. I had to be down there. Um, and it sucks. Oh. It really sucks being yeah. down there. Tell me about it. And I just, you know, um, a couple months ago, you know, because I'll get like words that come to me and just complete phrases. And the phrase was, the valley is what makes the climb worthwhile. So it's... You know, you that is a t-shirt we're making. Yeah. That's going to be all blinged out in crystal, <laughs> by the way. That. Let's do it. Wow. Yeah. That is... Now, is that something that came to you just all by yourself? All by myself, yeah. 
So I will be doing certain things. She will be things. trademarking that. <laughs> yes, trademarking. Nobody is stealing that. <laughs> I wonder, should we turn down your beautiful, calm music? Yeah, we can do that. Do you yeah, mind if we sure. do? Sure. Only because I don't yeah, want I anybody, I don't want anybody yeah. to miss yes. the wealth of knowledge that you have. <laughs> and as you can tell, for you know, the way that I do things is very organic. And I just want you to be you. Yeah. And I want you to... Yes sort of resonate with everybody else that is in the trenches uh -huh. Uh -huh. like that there is hope yes. there is light yes there is you're not always going to feel like that yeah. and I know for yeah. me when I was in the trenches and I am going to use that but I will always definitely uh -huh. say it's your yes. saying yes is that you feel like you're always going to feel like that and yeah. you're never going to get out yes you always feel like Oh, it can't get worse than this. Like, I've hit the bottom. Until it does. Yeah, but you need to get to that bottom. And it is in, like, I. there's a reason why I have that surrender tattoo on I me. I love this. You have to get to that point when you are down there. And you just say, I can't do this anymore by myself. And you surrender it. And you give it to God, the angels, the universe, whatever, whatever. whatever you believe in. Yeah. You give it to them and you say, take this, yeah. you know, take the um, wheel, take the wheel. And I actually, my next tattoo will be over here. I've already, I've already seen it. Um, it will be a cross that'll say thy will be done because it's, it's a two-step process. It's, For everybody that wants to know, all my blonde hairs have been standing up <laughs> since the second I walked through the door. And Lucy always says, that's angels. Angels validating. That yes. this is, and what you are saying so resonates with me, and I'm sure it'll yes. resonate with so yeah. many other people. Absolutely. But your story is one of faith. Absolutely. It's one of hope. Yes. It's one of suffering. Yes. But then it's one of light. Yes. And isn't it beautiful? Because it life, I think, is not all rainbows oh, and unicorns, nothing. which I love unicorns yes. and rainbows, but... But it's not. It's not. It's really not. Um, you know, you got to go through that pain. Pain is power. Pain is power. It another always... Another t-shirt. Yes. Note to self. Ooh, pain okay, is... that's another t-shirt. Pain, pain is, is power. power. Pain always leaves a gift. I have goosebumps. Pain always leaves a gift. What is that gift? It's the lesson behind the pain. There's something that it's teaching you. You, you've been through those dark times. Guess what? There's a little peak that's a wound. Inside that wound, you'll see that light coming through. Did you know that though when you were going through no. that? Because for those watching no. that are in the trenches, yeah. it feels like it's never gonna get it better. Does. It and does. you know, people will often say to me, oh, I see you as this big, powerful, you know, I am unbreakable house suiting. And, and I'm like, do you yeah. know why I call it unbreakable? Because I've been broken. Yes. Not once, yes. not five times, yes. 325 yes. times, but I've risen from that yeah. pain yes. and from the trauma yes. and come out on the other side when you feel like you're not going yeah, to, whether absolutely. it's a loss of a parent, of a yeah. sibling, of a business, yeah. of change, yeah. something to do absolutely. with your family. It's it's, it's so heart wrenching. So true. And you know what? I'll tell I'll 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 say this uh, little quote from Steve Harvey that I always take with me. 
there's a there's a interview that he did with um, an opera singer, and you can you can Google it. You I know, might have Steve even heard Harvey, it. opera him. singer. This girl was you know they kept they kept telling Steve Harvey, put her on your show, put her on your show. Anyways, he he brought her on the show, and you know here she is uplifting him. And she's like, he goes, I thought I was bringing you on this on the show because I was doing you a favor, but here you are, you're doing me a favor. And then he talks about his mom, and he says, my mom always said, Steve, God's going to make you very prosper, prosperous. He's going to make you very well known. But when you get up there, you can't be up there without being bringing the people up with you. So that pain that you go through, it's the lessons. And that lesson will help someone else one day. That so is so profound. You reach down and you take them with you and you say, I'm not leaving you. I'm not letting you stay down. Right? And that's where I am now. I realize, you know, of all my successes, um, small and big, because you have to go back and you have to see all the minuscule um, it's about gratitude. Blessings that have yes. come. Um, because the little blessings mount up to the big ones. Sure. Um, and you got to like, just stop for a second, realize, even if it's like a month ago, what did I do in this last month? Taking each lesson, going, okay, this, this, like, look at what I created, right? Because wow. after all, you are the author of your own story. That's one of my favorite quotes. Stop. I, oh, I, I always say, like, you're not only the author, you're the director. You're the director. The, act, the captain. Yeah, the actress. Yes. You get to change the script. Yes. So, you know what? You wrote that this is supposed to be the way it goes. And yes. that's one thing about being an entrepreneur and a woman and as yes. a human that people don't realize. You know, they make goals and they make this and they don't get to their goals. So, yes. they're upset and yes. they beat the crap out yes. of of, yes. of themselves yeah. and my thing is change the goal so yeah. you, you set a goal for yourself for a month whatever it is yeah. you know move up the date because Absolutely. you're allowed to permit mm -hmm. yourself that yes you know give yourself that permission yes to move mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. that will still serve you in Absolutely. a way that you can still succeed. Yeah. And if you're supposed to go left and you go right or you it's go okay. straight, that was the master plan in the beginning. That was the right. See? And and this this ties in with the surrender because Huge. you know, I I believe that our lives are all planned out. God has a as an infinite plan for us. Agreed. And so sometimes we're trying to mold it a certain way. We want to go this way, but God's like, "Oh, does she really know what's going to happen that way? Yeah. And you, you do it anyways, and then there's a lesson through it. And then mm -hmm. guess what? You're put back on that track. And right you're like, on. okay, well, now what? And God's like, mm, I think You'll you should figure it, it You'll out. figure it out. Yeah. You know, I think you should have listened. So it's that gut. The gut feeling never lies. Never lies. See, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you know, don't listen to your gut. My thing is... So many clients in my investigation mm -hmm. business will call me and say, you know, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I have a gut feeling. I'm like, nope, nope. you and I are the same people. Yes, if yes. you have a gut feeling, doesn't mean he or she is cheating. Doesn't mean there's yes. questionable behavior. Yes. It means there's something. Yeah. I am not a fortune teller, yes. but I can it's tell that. you for sure by the time you get around to saying 
and taking action on that gut yes. feeling, whatever it yeah. is, yeah. there is something. Absolutely. And if I look back in my life of all the times I didn't listen to my mm-hmm. gut and I mm-hmm. kind of said, damn, yes. you know, yes. she told me yes. I did not pay attention. Yes. I probably would have yep. saved myself a lot of heartache, a lot right. of headache. Right. But you you have to you do have to the go path. through that. Yeah. Sometimes you've got yeah. to go through the pain yeah. to, to get yes. the power. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I feel like, you know, pain what people like to, you know, call failure. Mm-hmm. I call them lessons. Yes. You know, absolutely. You don't grow when yes. you're sitting comfy on a couch yep. eating potato chips. Yes. You yes. grow when you are experiencing in the, and in the trenches. Yes. It yeah, shows absolutely. you I need I, there's so many stories we don't have enough <laughs> memory on this memory card yes. to know and to hear all the stories that I know are mm-hmm. inside you because I see you as full of love, full of light, and I know you have a health journey story, yes. which I am so incredibly yes. honored to have you share. Thank you. And I already see the tears <laughs> in your eyes because going through something like that changes a person. It I don't does. care who you are or how strong you are. When you feel that you are going to, and I don't even know if you had your kids or not, we're both boy mamas, yes. which is another reason <laughs> that we are so connected. It, and to feel like either you're not going to be there for your family or mm-hmm. your loved ones, mm-hmm. it changes how it you live. Absolutely. And I will share a story with you yeah. I've never shared with anybody, but I, this is not about me. I want to hear your story. Yeah. Please tell me. Um, so I had my three boys. I was perfectly healthy. There was nothing wrong with me. Um, I had my last son, which is Julian. And weeks after I started to get um, very sick, I was losing lots of blood um, from my rectum. And I'm like, what is going on? Uh, you know, I call my mom and she's like, oh no. Because automatically, you know, your brain goes, your to, brain the, goes to the, to the worst. Yeah, yeah and right? to the worst, correct. That's so human nature, sadly. I, I could see the tenseness in my mom, and I was like, Mom, don't worry. Like, we're going to figure it out. Like, something's wrong. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. So it was about two months of this happening, and they finally scheduled a, a colonoscopy. Um, I went for my colonoscopy, and, you know, doctors, I think, are so immune to people's feelings he came out he's like okay so you have ulcerative colitis here's your prescription nine pills a day and see you later later. you know we'll see you in in the office or whatever and I was like I have what like what yeah like and so I knew that my first cousin um Anthony has it and he always treated it with um, you know, cannabis, and he would, you know, and he would inject, he would smoke it, and he would say to me, "Saw you, you should, you should smoke it too. It'll help you. It helps me to help you." And I chose not to. I said, "You know, I'm going to go with the doctors. Go with, you know, the medicine." Yeah, that's um, choice. So for two and a half years, I would completely deteriorate. Um, I was on 22 pills a day. Uh, nothing seemed to be working. Um, I remember one point, like my the pills were massive. Um, Aza call, they're called. They would go right through my system. So um, he he said to me, "Look, you know this is not working. You've, you're on all these pills. I was on prednisone, so my face was really swollen. 
Um, and like, if you would see me, you'd think, oh, she's healthy. But I was so unhealthy. I was so unhealthy. I was down to the brat diet. So bananas, applesauce, yeah. like, you know, toast and very, very bland. Um, and yeah, so the pills were going through me. So he said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to try to get you down on your medications, but we're going to introduce Remicade. I don't know if you're familiar with Remicade. So like I said, one of my best friends has the same and yeah. I know she's talked to me and went through just a very similar, very similar journey yeah. where you have to find what works with your yes. body, yeah. which is sort of trial yeah. and error, which is yeah. so hard It is on so you. hard. There's not enough research on... Crohn's and colitis. Yeah. Um, so I had ulcerative colitis, which is uh, um, ulcers in the colon, colon, colon yeah. right? Which is essentially bleeding, bleeding sores, sores for those who don't yes. know what that is. Yeah. Excruciating, excruciating pain. pain. Excruciating pain. And yeah, like it, as you mentioned, the diet, I mean, and especially being European, we don't stick to the right? brat diet. Not at all. We are all We're about all breaking and, bread and right? acidity yes. kind of based yeah. foods and, and healthy yeah. garden foods, but still. Yeah. So so you're in this position, you've got three young kids, you've got a supportive husband. Very, very supportive husband. He was and, amazing. Like I, I always say I would not be here without him. Aww, yeah, he's so nice. he, in all ways he's saved me. <laughs> here, you get the first one. And you know, everybody's so on the Barbie movie. So you know, forget about the premise of the movie, but it's mm -hmm. almost like to me, beside every amazing woman is a man. Absolutely. And you got to meet Absolutely. my hubby yes, today. I did. And for you to talk about your husband like that is so endearing because obviously one one part of my business, people come to yes. me when their lives are falling apart yes. and I'm never gonna trust men, I'm never gonna trust women. And I'm like, there are good there people are, out there. There are please do not are, give up. And mm -hmm. see, you are again mm -hmm showing our audience that there are people out there and he stood behind yeah. you beside yeah. you in front of you yeah. when you needed it. I remember it. like um, there was just so many points that I was like gosh he's not supposed to see any of this you know like and he was just so supportive. I so love supportive. That. Yeah. I love that but look at look Ooh. at who you are. I mean really you guys compliment, I've never even met him, yeah. but I already love him because yeah. he stood beside you. And Always. you're right, sometimes it's sickness is a lot for a partner to deal with. Yeah. So it obviously took a super special human yeah. to stand it beside totally you. Did. Totally and his did. name? His name is Sandro. Oh, thank you, Sandro. <laughs> and so you had the support of him and your mom, mm -hmm. and obviously of your family. Yes. And so are you working at this point? Are you creative so, at this point or yeah, not so yet? So I was um, at a very successful home-based um, um, daycare. Daycare, yeah. And I was actually, ironically, full circle in this exact space. Oh, yeah. love that. Yes. So I was very successful and I'm, I was so angry because I was so, I was doing so well and I just remember being on my hands and knees and saying like how could you do this to me? How could you do you this to me? I was God, talking to God. I was so angry yeah. like you know things were going so well, right? Um, and I remember a pivotal time when I was at my brother's house 
and I was, you know, making some barbecue and his mother-in-law came to me and she said she knew the faith I had. And she said to me, Sonia, she goes, I found God. And I looked at her and I said, you did? I said, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. It was just very brief. She turned around, she left, and there I am cooking barbecue. And, and the tears, I, start, tears start falling. I felt that. I and knew. I'm like, so this is what it's about. So some people find you and some people lose you. Because I was so angry. Mm. I was angry, right? I was suffering. Um, Did you think in the, in the midst of this suffering, was there ever a point before the barbecue that you realized you were going through this for a reason? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Same. Same. I, I, truthfully, I just was, why is this happening? Like... And, and when you have a shift in perspective going, this is happening for me. Because now, in hindsight, I can look back and say, Love this. that happened for me. God, you did that for me. Heck, thank Just you. like, you know, I was explaining to you, I had a store. God removed me from there, and he placed me right here where I belong. Right. And I, not for one second did I ever think to myself, why did you do that? I thank him every day because I'm like... I would not be here creating what I'm creating if it wasn't for that experience, for that you lesson. Know, lesson. I love that. Yeah. But I love that you can, you know, honestly, and that's all I want is for you to tell me your honesty because okay. you're right. I would love to say, oh, yes, in the middle of the trenches, you know, I put on my lipstick, flipped my hair, and just waited for the lesson to right. appear. Mm-hmm. It was just like... Mm-hmm. Am I going down? Like, is this, yes. is this it for me? Yeah. Because you get there. You're you like... feel like you are never going to feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love your honesty about that because mm-hmm. people are always like, oh, I saw the light. I saw... No, mm-hmm. I saw nothing, nothing but red. Yes. I was angry. I didn't want my faith because yeah. I'm a good person. Why is totally. this happening to me? Totally. Which is the ego speaking, yes. right? Yes. Versus why yep. is this happening to, to me, yes. with me? for me what's the lesson and sometimes you don't get the lesson right away which is also very frustrating because you're trying to figure it out and Mm -hmm. say okay I'm a good person and you're breathing and you know you're praying and you're doing your your thing but it comes to you sometimes after After. it comes to you I think when you're ready yes absolutely so the barbecue was one of your ready moments yes and so at that point, was that a pivotal point for you to go back to your faith? Or what was um, that? So clearly there was still the connection, right? Because was, you never the, lost you the connection. I never lose the connection. And in fact, I but think... But you veer. Yes. You do. I, I, veer, I veered because of my anger. Because I'm like, why? Like, how much does a person have to go through where you're just like, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you go through everything else and then you're like, that's why, that's why. And what and it is comes your why? In ha- um, I think because I had, you know, God molds you. He molds you with all the experiences, all the heartache, all the love, all the blessings, all the tears, everything. And you become who you're supposed to be. And without oh. those lessons... So you veered off your path. I veered off it because I'm like, you know, I was angry. I'm like, what, what, what is this for? You know? Um, so I, I think that it, 
the relationship that you have at any particular moment, right? When you're, whether you're angry, God likes that. I think, I think he, he like, how do I explain Tests this? it. It's Tests like, us almost. Yeah. Test your yeah. faith. Test my faith because, you know, it could have been different. It could be very different. But we could not be here today. Yeah, right. Whether it have been something yes. completely traumatic, yeah. which we're not even going to go there, or because you were in another business, because yes. you were in the store, there was a reason. There's a reason for it. That absolutely all of our sort of paths yeah. cross, yeah. and so just the story as you're telling me with all my little baby hairs on end, it feels like you weren't on your path. Yeah. And just to totally freak you out, and I've never shared this with anybody, and especially on camera, but I had the exact same thing happen to me after my fourth son was born. As, But I have IBS, really? so as a word of a lie, except I actually did almost die. So they perforated my large intestine during a colonoscopy. Oh my so when I woke up, I'm on the floor rolling around. Like, keep in mind, I've had four C-sections. Yes. Okay, so I, I had one. Okay. Girl, we're so connected. <laughs> See? And, oh, my God. Okay, and so... Wait a second. I can't even Three believe. plus my life-saving surgery, they had to cut me on the same line. So I have four on the same line. I have literally four marks on my C-sections. Four. Four. And you have fours. Four. Too. But always fours. You know, I've been trying to figure out fours. I'll go back to my story in a minute. Yeah, sorry. But on the, don't be sorry. I love this because it's I'm very much a number person. Wow. It's always fours. And I mm -hmm. you know, we'd be at hockey and I'd go like this to my husband. The clock it would be overtime, four four, yes. fourth period, yes. it'd stop at four forty four. Yes. I'm like those are the just angels. saying <laughs> and he and I had two goalies, so man, the wow. the angels needed to wow. be present. But I was just like, where are the four? And I'm trying, and I get what all the spiritual yes. meaning is, yeah. until I realized four is my four boys. Yes. Those are that's the yes. answer. Why am I looking elsewhere? Yes. Right? Yes. It's always been about them. Absolutely. So it's just so funny. And then on the way here, as you and I were texting, you're like. OMG, yes. 7.44, 4.00, and I'm like, yes. I just dropped the phone, I'm like, I don't even know, I think we were separated at birth I at think some so point, <laughs> you know, because we are so connected in yes. so many yes. outstanding ways, and you know, the whole kind of reason I started uh, I Am Unbreakable mm -hmm. is to meet incredible women like you, Absolutely. and to, I can feel that. To, to showcase who you are what you know this somewhere here the struggle is part of the story yes. it's about sharing that story I don't want to hear I do want to hear about rainbows and unicorns yes, but I but yes it is about the struggles mm. because that is life and that's where people mm. like you said need that hand absolutely Come on, you're not alone yes. I'm here yes. so building this community mm. of rock star women wow. like you wow. is to me what it's all about yes, and you're sharing true. such honesty mm -hmm. and such personal details mm -hmm. about your life mm -hmm. and whether you reach like you and I chatted about one person or a million people yes. you yes. are changing lives Absolutely. by sharing mm -hmm. your journey yes do you and believe I, that I so I so believe that um, I think I shared this with you when I was approached by Mary from the Crohn's and Colitis yes, to speak in front of 700 share. people. I thought, how many people? She said, oh, I, we're, we're expecting six, but there could be seven. 
And I said, uh, no, sorry. I, I said, Maria, I, I can't. I, I, I just, I can't. I don't, I can't. Like, I, I was scared. Of course. I hung up the phone. Fear. And I, yeah, fear, right? I kind of was doing my own thing, and then it just came to me. Even if you help one person out of those 700, just one. Even if your story just touches one person, you've done your, what you're supposed to. Exactly. And so I called and I her up. You again. touched a million people. But. I, I literally called her up and I said, Mary, I said, if the offer is still there, I would love to be your keynote, sp keynote speaker. And that's what I did. I went up there. I was a little shaky because it was my first, of course. you know, well, being able to speak in front of an audience of 700. That was that was something for me. But um, if you weren't nervous, you wouldn't have done as rock star as you did because I already know you've done great. Thank you. Do you have any footage of that? I do. I, I do. would like it's to share somewhere that. somewhere in my in my uh, videos. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll send it to you. I would love yeah. that, and I want you to share it with your amazing following as I well will. because will. people want to know who you yes. are yeah. because I mean I felt who you are Ooh. immediately oh. and I know from an entrepreneur standpoint people are more buying into people yes. versus businesses because yes. your product I mean I have to say yeah. nothing look oh. at the backdrop <laughs> I can't even I can, when we first <laughs> came in of course the hugging yes but I couldn't keep my eyes off the beauty that you have thank created you. thank you from within because to be a creative person for I'm very creative as yes. well but those who don't know yeah. to create anything whether it's beautiful mm -hmm. and sparkly mm -hmm. and shiny or just a piece of yes. art that is special yeah. to you you mm -hmm. have to have this connection yeah. and I immediately felt it thank with you, you. and we're gonna show yeah. everybody around yes, before we for leave sure, for sure. um, but so can uh, so I'll finish my, my yeah, I was story that was so story that but I, I but I still want no you did not interrupt I just we have so many things I to know. talk about <laughs> I feel like we need to have like six parts yes. to our to our chat but um, very similar story, and you and I have so many mm -hmm. connecting stories, yes. which I love. But yes, he kindly perforated my large intestine, which at the time I didn't know. Yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, I gave you so much morphine, you should be fine. And, you know, everybody else was sitting up and eating cookies like biscuits and right. tea, and I'm rolling around the floor. Oh, I remember no. standing out in the hallway, and I said to my husband, I said, something is very wrong. Mm -hmm. And he's like we've talked to the doctor he basically kicked us out I was the first one to go in the last one to leave I couldn't even walk so I get home you know I start calling and I anyways I ate something which now looking back I could have died from that well, yeah, so I wake up I mean I didn't sleep but I wait he said call in the morning if you still feel bad it's gas I'm mm -hmm. like this is you, not nah, gas you, I've yeah. had four c-sections you know I know it. what pushing up against a scar mm -hmm. remember the gas yes yes the worst feeling yes. ever but anyways that's a, wow. another story for another time Anyways, and I must have nodded on and off from the painkillers. I woke up. I looked like I was carrying triplets. Oh, no. And he's like, get in the office now, because I sent him a picture. And so they met me downstairs. He's like, you're not coming in. Emergency is waiting for you. Go. And I'm like, well, what's wrong? And he's like, you pr I probably perforated something. Oh, no. So I go in, and I'm like, oh, perfor like again, it's still that? not registering, because I've right. just been through 18 hours of pain. Anyways, basically, mm -hmm. they put me in front of, like, head trauma surgeries. Oh, my. They're saying, you know, you should probably contact a lawyer, say goodbye to your kids. Like, now I'm going to need the Kleenex, but that <gasps> was 
my thing, thank you, where it was like, this is how it's going to end. Oh, They're like, no. Because, like, have you eaten? Because I guess you can become septic, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so this is how it's going to end? They're like, we just don't know. Your life flashed before you. Yeah, and my husband and I are bawling. And all I could think of is, oh, my God. And my kids were so young. The baby wasn't even, like, four months old. And my other ones were under seven, uh, eight, excuse me. And... Uh, that's how I thought it was going to end. So long story short, then they did the surgery. They couldn't even tell me if I was going to be okay. Oh, wow. wow. And so life-changing. Life but while you're in that, and it was probably three or four days, mm -hmm. I made deals with God, yes. with spirit, with the universe. Yes. Like, I promise I will. Please don't take me from these. All I care about. Yes. Your of course, it's your family, mm -hmm. but the kids, right? Mm -hmm. How are they... They're not even going to remember yeah. you, right? I'm yeah. sure you felt that oh, way. Oh, I did. I, I remember being, like, they knew me at RVH in, in Barrie, Royal Victoria Hospital. As soon as I, I would go in, I, any calendar year, I would be there for, like, 10 to 12 times. Um, so when I, I would walk in, they knew me. Um, and one particular time, I remember saying, okay, I'm not getting a room that's not near the window. Like, I don't get to see my kids. I'm in here for weeks at a time. I need a window. And so I would talk to my kids. Back then, like, we didn't have, we had Facebook, FaceTime, but it was very different. It was very new. Um, and how so, many years ago was this? This was eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I said to my husband, bring the boys. So he would bring them to the window, and I would, like, wave. I'd have all the machines attached to me, and I would wave. You know, I never wanted them to see me that way, because I'm like, I don't want them to see me, you know, hooked up to all these machines, you know? You didn't want that to be their memory. I didn't want them to, that to be their memory. So I, I'd go through a lot of traumatic... Um, Things with ulcerative colitis, it's not not a fun fun journey. That's for sure. No. Um, but somehow, when you were there, somehow you're here. Mm -hmm. Coincidence? I don't think so. No, no. Coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Correct. Oh, another T-shirt. Yes. True. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like there yeah. was there when was it's a unexplainable. It's it very because you weren't like. You weren't supposed to make it. I wasn't. What did they say to you? Just kind of live your fullest I, life and... I have moments. Um, there was one moment where I was frozen from my head to my toes. Uh, when I say frozen, meaning like every joint in my body was inflamed. So I was unable to move. Okay, I'm thinking when you said frozen that they sort of gave you almost oh, like no, an epidural. No, sorry, I guess so. I, I no, no, that. tell yeah. me, please. So, so frozen meaning ulcerative. you couldn't move. Yeah, I couldn't move. Like every single joint in my body was like inflamed. So I remember um, a, one point where it was from my head to my toes. Like normally I would have my hand swollen and I would be off to RVH because they'd have to give me a shot of Tordal, it's called. It's an anti-inflammatory right because with that would be pain a so, lot of pain I can yeah imagine. yeah I went I remember specifically one time I went for my foot and the doctor's like you must have fractured it and I said no I said I have ulcerative colitis he's like I've never heard this before and I said to him some ulcerative colitis patients get inflammation in their joints he's like i've never heard of this how ironic that you are I was teaching, teaching the doctors the doctors he, that because some people don't know yeah it's not 
there isn't enough research, Not there enough. isn't enough media, yeah. there isn't enough yeah. funding, there yeah. isn't enough Not information. Yeah. And teaching for the doctors. Yes, he was shocked. He thought this girl, she she fractured it. And I said, he's. I need to send you off for X-rays. I said, send me wherever you want to send me, First, give me but give shot. me my <laughs> shot because I am in so much pain. Like my my ankle was so swollen. I said I'm in so much pain. I said I can't. I was in the wheelchair, so. My husband brought me over to the x-ray. Sandra. Yes, yeah, Sandra brought me over. I, I did the x-ray, came out, and when he came back, he goes, Shocking. You taught me something today. He goes, I actually went back and did some research. Wow. He's like, I had no idea. He's so like, that's why you suffered, is to, because now. So he can go and, okay, next patient that comes Bravo. in, right, would, would learn that lesson. Okay, all right. So I can't say that it's, possibly not ulcerative colitis, right? I love that. Yeah. So you taught him, and indirectly, but really directly, yes. you are helping yes. other people. I didn't even realize With, it. Oh. Yeah. So he he gave me the shot of Tordal, and then I was off. And he's like, well, thank you so much for teaching me that, because I, I had no clue. So I that was that. one particular time. Another, like, traumatic time for me was I had that all over my body. So I remember calling, like I could just barely call my husband and I called him and I said, babe, I'm in so much pain. I said, I got to call the ambulance. And he was, he was out. He's like, call the ambulance. He was, I'll call my sister to come get the kids. And he goes, cause you, I was all, I was at home. So as I'm waiting for the ambulance to arrive, I had Julian who was five months old. And I had Mateo and Daniel as well. Um, Mateo was five five years old, and Julian had a bowel movement. And I'm sitting there, and I said to Mateo, I said, Mateo, can you do me a favor? I said, Mommy needs your help. I said, See the table? I said, There's. I literally walked him through it. I said, There's wipes. There's diapers. I need your help. Mommy needs your help. And, and so all you could think of. all I could think about, I'm literally watching my five-year-old change my baby, and I'm like, is this what a mom is supposed to do? Yes. This is not a mom. I'm like, I prayed at that moment. I'm like, God, take me. Take me. This is this is not what a mother's supposed to do. And I, I'm like, this is not even like his responsibility. He was five. I know, but that is exactly what he's supposed to do, because you're teaching him yeah, I feel about like love and family. It's his brother, and it's his mom. Yeah, yeah. so that was, like, really hard for me to see. Um, but it's those Being help, help, helpless. Feeling um, helpless. Feeling helpless that I, I couldn't help my baby. Um, and I just prayed and prayed. So, you know, my sister-in-law came, grabbed the boys. I went off to the hospital. And again, Tortle, they gave me. Um, so that was really, really hard to go through. Um, so now you're in this at what point? For two years at this it's point? about two years. Yeah, yeah. So um, I had 22 pills a day. They also introduced Remicade, which is an infusion treatment. And at the time, I don't know what it is now, um, but at the time, eight years ago, it was not covered by OHIP. And that was five thousand five hundred per dose. So I'm sitting there, what? and the doc. So I'm like, how much per dose? 
And how, how many, you have to have it every four to six weeks, depending on your system. And I'm like, what? what? I'm like, that's a, like, do the math on a year. That's over $100,000. Where am I going to get this $100,000? Yeah. Like, this is crazy. And they're like, oh, don't worry, don't worry. We're going to figure it out. So, because they worry about your health first. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there for four hours because three hours, it's your... Is this new, though? Like, why wouldn't they have introduced this before the two-year period to watch you no. suffer this way? Well, because it's so expensive and it's not covered by OHIP. So they oh. try Azacol. They try... They try everything. Imuran. Like two years? Yeah, they, they try different medications. to. Well, I was suffering because I'm like, okay, this is not working. Now what? Okay, well, we're going to try this. And it literally, it's like they were being, you know, trying this, trying that, and nothing really was working. So finally they said, okay, we're going to do Remicade. So at that point, I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I going oh to And they're like, don't worry, we'll figure it out. There, there's also Trillium, which is based on, like, they figure out your home income and all that. Yep. So I was like, okay, so it's a, I mean, this yeah. is what it is. I have to do it. So, but I was sitting there, and I'm like, there's got to be more to life than this. I'm not, like, i got to be hooked up to this machine every four to six weeks what is in this bag that's going through my system? That was going through my mind. I'm like, what is in there, right? I was just yeah. scared, right? Because I'm any less medications, I don't want to take anything, right? But of course. this is after like the 22 pills were working, the Remicade. So I had three doses of that, three doses. And then- Was it, it an instant feel better? No. 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 I felt better for like a couple of weeks and then it was like back to back to normal. And I'm like, what the and normal would be like going to the washroom over fifteen times a day. Yeah. And blood and all that, right? So uh at that point, after the three, the doctor had given me like a strict schedule and he's like, I want you to follow this schedule. Of, of pills because he goes you can't be on all these pills plus Remicade he goes your your system is just gonna like shut down. shut down so he's like I need you to follow this strict schedule come down on the pills exactly as the weeks go by he's like now when we get to the bottom he's like one of two things are gonna happen and I said what he's like either a total miracle and I won't have to see you again or we'll see you at the hospital with your toothbrush and your bag because you're going to be staying. So I was like, this is the end. So you're like I, making deals at this I point with like, God oh, and everybody else. I battled two and a half years. Yeah. This is what it's come to. Like, and I kind of could see, right? I'm, uh, I'm going to come down and sure enough, I got to that point. I called my husband. I said, I got to go to the hospital. I said, this is it. I have been inevitably like wanting to not lose my colon and here I am so in the hospital I deteriorated for about a week it was the most scariest thing in my life um so when I know, you say deteriorated do you mean I was black like your shirt black black I was what? I the very last because I was losing everything all my new nothing was staying in my system my, my pills were going right through my system. Um, and I remember going to the bathroom the last time. I remember looking at the toilet and I'm like, that is, I've never seen anything like that. 
And I said to my husband, is that normal? He's like, I'm going to go call the nurse because it was literally bright green. And I'm like, what F is this? So he went to go call the nurse. As I look up in the mirror, I literally see death. I see I'm all black. I'm caved in. I'm, I, I'm just like, I was shocked. And my husband's like, you're beautiful. No, I'm not. Look at me. And he's like, you're beautiful. Stop. He's like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So I went to go lie down. He went to go call the nurse. And she was, she's looked at it and she's like, no, that's her vials. We're not, this is not good. And so he said to me, Sonia, he's like, I only parked for an hour. He's like, but I'm going to go and change it because I want to stay with you. And apparently at this point, I couldn't put a couple of words together. And I don't remember a lot of it because I was in between, I guess. I don't even know where I was. Um, but I do remember telling him, can you tell the nurse I feel numb? So the nurse came over and she goes, where are you numb? And I said, here, like I was kind of pointing where I was numb. And I don't know how, but she called cold blue on me. And I was in a private room at that time. She My called cold, cold, cold blue. blue. Cold blue is like. Yeah, I know what cold blue is. Yeah. That means, yeah, it's no dead. oxygen. Like, no, yeah, nothing. Oxygen, yeah. nothing yeah. So he was walking to go move the car. The and he column. heard, no, because in the hospital you hear cold blue room, blah, 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 the, the room number. So he's walking, he's like, that's my wife. So he, like, I have he turned around, he turned around and they shut the door on him by the time he got there. And he's like, what the heck is going on? I could hear him. So I'm lying there. I have this nurse on this side and she's like, don't worry, you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. This one here, she's got a flashlight in my eye and she's like, smile, raise your eyebrows. And she's looking at me and I, I can't move my face. So I can hear, I can see, I know exactly, I have all these doctors all over my, my body, I don't know what's happening, but I hear signs of stroke. So in my mind, I'm like, am I having a stroke right now? I have oh. chest pain now, just you saying that. Yeah. So it was kind of like a movie where I, I felt yeah. like I was trapped in like my in body. Outer body. Outer experience. body experience. Like I was watching everything. I'm seeing everything. They're all like all over my body. They're they're I don't even know what they were doing, but they were I was surrounded by doctors. And I go, what the heck is going on? Am I having a stroke? Like and I know my at the time I all I could think about feeling my grandfather's presence because I'm like my grandfather had a stroke I'm like no no you're with me I feel it I, I knew it so they kind of cleared all the departments respiratory all the I guess departments that all the the doctors had swarmed in yeah. and there was one nurse and she looked at me she's like I gotta go check one thing she goes I'll be right back and I'm like okay like what, I have no I can't even move right and as she left, a couple minutes later, I'm by myself in my room, and literally I've got a faucet right beside me, and it's pouring. And I'm looking, and I'm like, it's a motion faucet. There's nobody there. And I'm like, 
okay, no, no, I, I hear oh. you. It was like, kind of like a sign letting me know he was there with me because he, I was terrified. Like my whole body was shaking. I was terrible, terrified. So oh my God. Okay. all the while my husband's outside and I hear them talking to him Well, we think she had a stroke. So at this point, he calls my mom, who was supposed to be coming up in the afternoon. She had my kids. So she, my husband calls my mother and tells her they think Sonia had a stroke. So my mom's like, what? Oh my God, what are we gonna do? So she called my grandmother, who was there, and she goes, Ma, let's go, Ma. So my grandmother's ready for lunch yeah. with my boys, and she goes, what do you mean? She goes, we gotta go to the hospital. They think Sonia had a stroke. So my, it's like, my grandfather is her wife, right? she's the wife, right? So, and she's like, oh no, right? Like, I'm reliving this now, right? So, my mom just didn't even think she went to my mother-in-law's, dropped off the kids. My mother-in-law had, my husband didn't call my mother-in-law to let her know, so she was in shock. And she was like, what am I gonna do? Literally, Julian's like a baby. He, yeah. What are we gonna do? Oh my God. So, I remember my mom, because I, like I said, I was in between with all the medications that they were giving me. And anyway, so they, they concluded that it was a reaction to the cocktail. Yeah, because they were they had given me a double dose of Remicade in the hospital. Is that why the nurse said, hold on a sec, I'll be right back? She kind of picked she up on it. She kind of picked it. up on it. Wow. So she said, uh, so they were giving me double dose of Remicade, iron, potassium, calcium, and magnesium all through the IV. So when I, so she's like, we need to do a CT scan of your brain to see if you had a stroke. When I went there, like, so my mom shows up and she's rubbing my leg. She's like, Sonia, you didn't have a stroke. I know God wouldn't do this to you. And I'm like, you know what, mom? It's okay if he did. I was at peace. Like everybody was like, you know, I would trade trade places with you, and I'm like, it's okay. I was at peace, um, and I know sometimes like seeing um, a loved one in the bed, you feel like you want to take their pain away. You don't want them to suffer, but there comes a point in in that kind of suffering where you're at peace. You think it was because of your grandfather? I feel like he, he was always with me. He never left me. So maybe it was his piece, but I just, I was okay with whatever God was going to plan for me. I was okay if God was going to take me because it was my time. You know, it ages, I always say this, age is just a number. It Another really is. One of is, my favorite sayings, absolutely. It, it's just a number thousand percent right so when you realize that you're like we're just here for a brief moment like poof and it's gone that's you why know? they say live in the moment totally be live in the mindful moment. of today or of yeah. this minute of this moment yeah. because nobody's promised no, tomorrow no and that's where it would lead me after i had the code blue on me and um so you, know, you went for your ct scan yep came back negative because they called it a, a reaction to the cocktail right um but i was still deteriorating even more because not even the double dose of remicade was working and and i do believe everything is with intention so I, they were giving me stuff and I was just like, this is not gonna work. Like I knew it, it wasn't gonna work. You knew. I knew it. Intuitively you yeah. knew. Yeah, 
Because if you, you have intention going, this is going to work, and you take a pill, it'll work. It's like a placebo effect. I was just going to say, correct. Right? Totally. Yeah. I, in my mind, I had already declined it. I was always, I was like, I don't want that stuff. I don't even know what's in there. I was just scared of it, right? Yes. But I'm like, hey, I'm here at the end. Do whatever you got to do, right? So um, after my CT scan, I came back um, and I would deteriorate even more. Um, so the, the Dr. Reorden of uh, RVH Berry, she came in. I don't remember any of it. I don't remember what she looked like. I don't remember the three-hour conversation she had with my family. None of it. I was I was at the end, and, um, and was she sort of preparing? Them she was for preparing that? them. Yeah, they they my mom like they said to my mom like we don't even know if she's gonna make it out of this. We don't even know like she's really weak. So after the three hour of informative thing because they she was trying to say to them i don't know how infected her colon is whether it's this much a whole thing like whether we're going to go in take a piece we don't know and we don't know until we go in there right so clearly she needs the surgery we can't like you know what's the point of doing another ct scan of her of her um Wow. Uh, bowels when we know she's going to be that's where she's inevitably going to be going exactly. down right so um they gave her best case scenario worst case scenario kind of like we'll see how it goes now this is a general surgeon she was younger than i was i was 33 at this time she I'm was she you. was 30 and um i swore i said someone whispered in her ear to go check my blood work because they, when this happened, this happened, this was 11 o'clock, she was in there for three hours, and she said, I have to go check her blood work, because we have a spot at midnight, but I still wanna see how she's doing. She came back after half an hour, and that's when she stared deep in my, in my eyes and my soul, and she said, if you don't get in there right now, you're gonna kiss everybody goodbye. And I was like, oh my God, this is it. Oh my um, God. I lost my battle. Here it is. It was just like, this is it. So within minutes, they wheeled me off. My whole family was dressed in white drapes, like uh, in a tiny, tiny elevator. And I'm looking around. Were they really, or this was what you saw? Oh, no, no, this is what it was. Yes. We were, okay. they, we, they all were able to bring me, because they didn't even know if I was going to make it out. So it was like, they were treating it like, say goodbye, because we don't know. So they wheeled me off, um, and then I was I was out for six and a half hours. Um, I understood from my dad. My dad said, "Sano didn't stop pacing the hallways. He goes, he was pacing. He was worried about your life. He was, you know, he was so scared." Um, and um, so I woke up, and I remember I had the little button. And the I'm pain like, button. Yeah, so I woke up and I'm like, I remember the pain button. Because yeah. I had three C-sections. So I'm like, of I remember course. this. You're like, no, no. Yeah, and not remembering anything that happened. I don't recall any of it. Um, I said, oh, what, what the heck happened? And then I look here. And I see these nurses working on me. And I'm like, what? I literally said, what the F is that? 
I woke up, I had this bag attached to me. So I'm like, what is going on? The nurse is like, don't worry, you're gonna figure this out, you're gonna be good, you're good, don't worry. And I was like, don't worry. What the heck? Yeah. So I would understand after, um, you know, my mom came in, she was like to me, are you okay? Like, you, are you okay? I said, Ma? I said, I want one thing. She's like, what do you want? I'll go, I'll go get it. What do you want? I said, Ma, I want pasta and meatballs. <laughs> she goes to me, You're no. okay. <laughs> I said, I have the most hunger that I've never seen in my life. Like, I oh, need to eat. Oh, my God. Your mom... That must have made my, her European my soul mom right away. Was like, I'm going she home. She knew. Yeah, she, she knew. was like, I'm going home. I'm going to make pasta and meatballs for my baby girl. Because I was just like, three years, two and a half years. I hadn't, I was always, like she would cook and I'd be like, okay, ma, just a little bit on the side. Just like no sauce, very oh. plain, you know. And... Um, so you saw her first. So I saw her first and she was like, oh my gosh, like never would have thought maybe you want a blanket or something. Yeah. I want pasta and meatballs. She was like, even to today, she still talks oh. about it. And, um, you know, so I would recover. I would feel a lot better, except I had this new thing attached to me. And I would understand after when Dr. Riordan would come back in, she's like, girl, she's like, you were in a really bad state. She's like, you just lost your whole colon and your rectum. And I'm like, what? She's like, everything is gone. And I was like, is that why I feel so hungry? I feel like <laughs> I need I'm to. I'm stopping over here. She goes, everything, everything is gone. And I was like, Okay, so what does that mean? So now I, my family knew everything. Now I oh. had to get familiar with what was going on and, you know. So from there, um, I, she's like to me, I want to see you in a week. I said, okay. So you got to leave? I got to leave. It was about a couple of weeks later. Wow. Yeah. So you gained later. a bit of weight. I gained You weight. got your color I, back. Yeah, you got yeah. your pasta and meatballs. Yes, I got my pasta and meatballs. <laughs> I remember being in my family room and my aunt came over to visit. Oh, is this the I found God aunt? No, no, this is somebody else. Another this is my mom's sister. So she came over and I hear her whispering to my mom and she says, Sandra, you really have to watch out for her. I don't want her to go you know, into severe depression. And I just peeked my head out like this and I said, Zia, there's no reason to be depressed here. I have my life. What a blessing that is. How could I be depressed? How? Yes. And I remember saying, if I have to live with this thing for the rest of my life, I I'm get okay. to live. I get to live. I get to live. Exactly. Oh my gosh. And what did your mom and aunt were probably in tears? So they were just like, whoa. This woman is yeah. strong. Yeah. And resilient. Yes. A rock nothing, star. Nothing got me down. Nothing. nothing. Not even like almost my life being taken from me would, would stop me. I just was like, life is so beautiful. And so beautiful. You, know, you can choose how you want to live it. You can, despite what's happened to you, or so much more than what has, has happened to us. 
Like I, I could have forever been in, in a miserable state going, oh, I got this thing attached to me and you know. But you could have died. Oh, and I could have died. That's like, the, that's the, you could have not right? watched your children grow up. Yeah. You could have not had them yes. call you mom, mom because the baby still yeah. wasn't speaking yes. at that time. Yes. And so you were to go back a week. Oh, you didn't tell me when you saw Sandro. I do have to hear your love story. Uh, so, like, after my surgery? Yeah, you saw your mom. She went to Meatballs. Yeah. And saw yeah, us and passed and us. us. Yes. And then and I just, he came in. He came in. He, I remember him being full of tears, and he just looked at me, and I could sense a relief from him. Um, where I was just like, your suffering's my over. suffering is done. Like we can put this behind me and wherever this takes me, like it'll make me just stronger. Um, because like, it's one thing to be the person who's, you know, being in care. And then there's the person like my husband, Sandro, he was the caregiver and very different and very difficult. very different and I remember even my mom telling me a story about a couple that she knew they ended up divorcing because of the stress and it's you know very stressful. it's very stressful like stressful even in financial because it's like you know you have to he would have to take care of me so we were like, and the kids and the kids and right the finances yeah. and everything yeah but so but it just look at proves you, you're worth proves it. our love proves yes. like you know um and and I in sickness and in health in sickness and in health and you know what's after I recovered literally six months after this he had a double lung collapse and we were in we were it's probably your husband i don't know we were in yeah we okay. were we were because <laughs> we're still filming yeah you can come down if you want to be in the video okay we were on. um we were in the same exact hospital he was, yeah, I was here know. in my room and he was like right across. And I said to my husband, I'm like, I guess I'm repaying this for you. I'm paying like, it forward. paying it forward. But what was it, a double bite? Um, so he had, it's called spontaneous pneumothorax. Yeah. Uh, what is so that? did you ever watch the movie Just Like Heaven? Yeah. Oh, Do you know where, where yes. the girl, the guy or girl who was on the floor and the guy's like, get me, um, a, a lid, I can't remember, a, um, a knife and, and whatever, uh, whatever and, and yeah, and yeah. he took the air out of his out lungs, of his, yes. and he goes, she goes, I'm a doctor, I'm, and you, I'm a doctor, this is spontaneous pneumothorax, and that's exactly what it is, so what happens is his lungs collapse and the cavity around filled with air instead of his lungs, so, wow, so yeah. So then I would be able to be there for him when he needed me. So it was just... It's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I'm still like reeling from your story. <clears throat> Excuse me. But six months later, mm -hmm. that happens. And are you kind of saying, universe, God... What up, Buttercup? Yes. Right. I, I, I was like, like have always, I not in right. time? You know, yes. but you probably said it with a much lighter heart. I did. I did. Um, I almost was like, okay, so whatever happened to me, um, you know, there's a reason for it, right? Um, I think that thank God it didn't happen at the same time because God, I don't, I don't know how I'd be able to get through that. We you would have. Look right? what you just went through. Right? Of course you would have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just, it's just such a journey. 
such a journey. And that's only one part of your amazing story. I have to ask you two closing questions before we yes. say to be continued. Yes. Is uh, So after you went back a week later, mm -hmm. what did the doctor say? Because they so, she said two things to you. Things will not end well. Yes. And you'll kiss your loved ones well, goodbye no, that or was, you'll be a miracle. That was the GI doctor. Oh, This gotcha. was the general surgeon at the hospital. So not even oh. my doctor did surgery on me. This oh. is like the doctor who was on call. A super this, young super young girl and uh, not even remembering what she looked like. Um, I had to go see her in a week. So I said to my husband, baby, you gotta take me to the hospital, to the, the doctor's office, okay. So we're going there and I'm of course crying. I'm crying. Of course. And he's like, are you okay? I said, yeah, I said, I'm just really emotional. Like I said to him, what do I say to this woman who saved my life? Like, what do you say? What do you do? What did you say? So I, I remember she, the, the nurse called me in, so I went into her office, waiting, 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 and I'm thinking, how, how can I explain what I'm feeling right now? So she came in, and I said to her, Dr. Riordan, I said, that's what you look like. Aww. And she said, girl, you look amazing. And it's only been a week. Wow. And I said to her, she starts, she's like, so how's it going? I said, you know, I want to tell you about how I'm feeling, but I, I just want to express my gratitude. And she's like, for what? And uh, I said, uh, I said, Dr. Riordan, you saved my life. I said, I don't know what to do to thank you. Exactly. And she goes, oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> like, I do this She's every gonna, day. Yeah. She's like, stop. And I said, no, you really saved my life. She goes, okay, fine, I did. You're she's like, like, okay, but. She's like, yeah, okay, I did. I did save your life. And I said, you know, like, I'll be forever grateful because I would not be here. Even if, you know, when you said, I got to go check her blood work, something told you to go check your blood work. Exactly. Or else I wouldn't be here. And what did she say? And she said, you know, I do this for a living. She goes, I save people and I don't even recognize it. And she's like, you know, this is great that you're acknowledging Making that. her Making stop. Making her stop. Her every, you know, move as a general surgeon to like. It's matter of fact, right? And she doesn't realize maybe that there are humans Behind, and families yes. and loved ones and yes. children yeah. behind the lives that she yeah. saves. Yeah. So good on you. See, yeah. even in a time where you should be, okay, well, what about this? What about that? Mm -hmm. Am I going to be? You thought of others. Yes, I'm always. And you lived always. in gratitude, mm -hmm. which is, you know, now, I mean, even scientifically speaking, it's they are huge. saying mindfulness and gratitude yes. will be the healer of everything. Absolutely. All your pain Absolutely. physically, mentally, yeah. emotionally, anxiety, depression. If you live in the yes. moment and you're grateful. Yes. yes. How could you be sad and upset? No. There's you can't. Right? Like it's either one or the other because they're you can't literally experience you can't experience both spectrums at the same time. So, so you know, you answer. have a choice. You have a choice to say am I going to be here? Or am I going to be here? Right? It's like, it's, yes, this crap has happened to me, but what has it done for me? What has it taught me? What is it? How is, ha, has this experience blessed me? 
you know. Um, and, and for people who don't have the answers, it's okay. It's because, okay. Because it's going to come to yeah. them, right? It's yeah. not always like you go through this mm-hmm. and you're like, you have the, oh, this yeah. is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. Or this is why no, it happened. It, yeah. it can come later, yes. right? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think the gifts are given to us when we need them. Yes. I don't think they're always yeah. there because, you know, lots of times you're like, please help me. Like you yes. said, like, why? Why mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. You weren't granted that answer because mm-hmm. you had to figure it out on yes. your own. Yeah. Absolutely. And what a beautiful lesson. Yeah. And what, thank you so much, thank first of you. all, for sharing such an thank intimate you. moment and such an intimate part of who you are. But I knew, I told you, I'm like, there's a story. And you wrote yeah. me back, there are many. There are many. So many. your story kind of moving forward from here. Uh-huh. So you have this miracle, because I call you a miracle. Yes, absolutely. Maybe that's going to be your name, rock star, oh. miracle rock star, oh. right? <laughs> so many things I could call you. Um, wonderful. But So you have this miracle. Uh-huh. In closing, how does your life change from this miracle that was granted to you? Now I know what happened with Sandro. Uh-huh. Very, very tough. But... How has that shaped you in the last several years um, to who you are? Because you kind of, I don't want to say you forget, because something like that, you don't ever forget yeah, those. I, yeah. I always thought, am I ever going to be able to get through my story without crying? No. Why and it you? doesn't matter because it's who I am, it's where I've been, and it's okay. Yes. It's okay to cry. And I'll, I'll share something with you. I was on my very first business trip. And uh, I'm sitting in one of her one of the seminars, and the girl who's you know the keynote, she says, "As a businesswoman, you shouldn't cry because it shows you're a sign of weakness." And so there I am, literally bawling. front row, and I'm bawling. <laughs> I'm like, "Well, this is a great start. I spent so much money to get here, all the way in Utah. I'm oh like, what the gosh. heck?" So. And she continues on, but then she realizes that I there I am bawling, and I'm like, trying to like trying to t- tell her like keep going, don't like disregard me, like you know. And I didn't take one word that she said, not one word. I love because all I kept thinking of I'm she thinks I'm weak. weak. She thinks I'm weak. Yeah. Everybody thinks I'm weak. Yeah. So anyway, so after the seminar, there was lunch. So we all go upstairs. we you know I chose to sit here. And this girl goes to get her lunch. The, the table was empty. She could have sat anywhere. She sat right beside me. And I said, I was trying not to talk because I was like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be awkward. And she said, I'm so sorry. She's like, I didn't mean to make you cry. And I looked at her and I said, you know what, Priya? I said, you don't know who I am, nor do you know where I've been. I can assure you, I've had enough pain in my life to last several lifetimes. I said, and I will assure you that my, my tears are not a sign of weakness. They are strength. Oh, and she goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, exactly that. You don't, you don't know where anybody in your audience has been. You don't know who they are. And she said, you're right. And she's like, if you you don't mind, can you share some of your story? I said, I'd love to. So I sat there, we're eating lunch, and then there I am sharing my story. And next thing you know, she's crying. And I said, Priya, you're crying. She said, Sonia, she goes, you just taught me something. 
She said, I will never use that in my opening speech again. I love that. See? And I said, because the message, the message is, you know, maybe you were taught as a little girl that it's not okay to cry. But I can tell you that that release, you need it. It's part of the healing. It's part of the healing. And doesn't it make you feel so human? It does. That you have these feelings Mm -hmm. that are so deep and so unique and so powerful to me. It's like your power tears. Yeah. Why would you mask it? I, like, why would you I don't just know like, what her what right? her keynote was about, but yeah, that to me, and maybe it was about how to be, you know, a female in a man's yeah. world. Who knows? Right. But I think yeah. it's totally okay and cool to cry yes. because yes. if not, so what? You're going to be this complete right. person right. that's cut off. Yeah. Which was my question. Ooh. Which was how did this sort of change you, and yeah. you never forget? No, I will never, never forget. forget. Never forget where I've been. I know. Everything that I've been through has taught me one or two lessons and or several. You know, I believe that we're here to perfect our souls. Mm. We're here to uh, learn all the lessons that we may have missed in a previous life, only wow. to take with us on the next lifetime. And I know people don't believe in this, but I honestly believe I do you are who you are and you take certain things and you chose to be here at this specific time and there's a reason for it and you take all that you learned with you all that, that you learned so with beautiful. you and um yeah such a it's a journey yeah. and, and as you were saying with your tattoo i always say the joy is in the journey because it it's you know you're going through it and it sucks but that's the best part. Like a thousand percent. Well, one of the, you'll see one of my other podcasts, one of the tattoos I want to get mm-hmm. is life's a journey, not a destination, yes. but it's from the Aerosmith song, right. obviously hence the wings. Yeah, so what? Yes. But it is about the journey and, mm-hmm. but it's about the story, but why would you mask yeah. nope. the, the struggles yeah. and the pain? Yeah. So you're yeah. not giving reality. It's sort right. of, you know what, that's why I say when people, I want to bring that reality, mm-hmm. the trueness, the uh, the authentic, authentic yeah. I can't talk for a second, <laughs> but the authenticity, authenticity that a soul mm-hmm. like you brings because if not, then mm-hmm. so what, we're just going to see all these perfect people no. on social media? No, life no. isn't perfect. There's bumps, there's mm-hmm. bruises, there's trauma, yeah. there's illness. Yeah. And then there's joy, happiness, yes, yes. and it's, yep. it's like this. I yep. don't think anything is a straight line. That's Nothing. why Nothing's when people don't line. like share their struggles, mm-hmm. I think we can't teach people. Yeah. And how you taught not only the doctor yes. in the ER, yes. but the keynote, yes. and other lives that yeah. you've touched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've, ta- you've been a teacher mm-hmm. as well. I think yes. you need to include that in your bio. Oh. Saying actually, a lot of people have told me that you're you're like a teacher. You've taught me so much, and I'm like, you know, I just I guess I don't acknowledge that part. So so thank you because I needed to hear that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much thank for sharing you. yourself you. with us. Can I give you thank a hug? You. Yes. Oh, and of course, this heart, way, to heart. heart to heart. Heart to heart. You taught me how to hug love. properly. <laughs> I love you to pieces. I love you too.